Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. Some people are desperate for some extra cash. So much so that they don't see the implications of taking a human life. On December 27, 1991, a man took a life in order to grab about $300 in cash and a car, a man he knew and who had employed him before his murder. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On December 27, 1991, 78-year-old Maurice Dodd was lured into his greenhouse where he was bludgeoned to death with a metal ice cream scoop before being stabbed nearly 10 times and crushed with a concrete block, all for about $300 and a car that was later abandoned. Maurice owned Dodd's nursery and flower garden in Federico, Delaware, and was still alive when his killer, a 27-year-old ex-employee named Willie G. Sullivan, threw the concrete block onto his chest in an attempt to force him to take his last breath. He took money from Maurice's pocket and from the inside of his home when he noticed the keys of his car were sitting there right for the taking. While investigators were securing the scene of the crime and looking for any evidence, Willie was giving joy rides to friends in the stolen vehicle and spending some of that cash on them while getting himself some sneakers, a Walkman, and some cassettes. A few days later, the car was found abandoned and evidence led straight to Willie Sullivan, who was arrested on January 3rd, 1992, near the Maryland-Delaware border. Initially, Willie told police that he was alone when he killed his former employee. Then, as the trial date approached, he changed his story slightly to implicate a man named Lenny Harrison, claiming that while he robbed Maurice, it was Lenny who actually did the stabbing. However, witnesses and the investigation placed Lenny, who pleaded guilty to an earlier unsuccessful attempt to rob the Dodds, elsewhere when the murder was committed, and he was not charged with anything related to the murder. A little over a year from the day Maurice Dodd was killed, Willie G. Sullivan pleaded guilty to first-degree murder, thus avoiding a trial altogether and was sentenced to death by the Superior Court President, Judge Henry DuPont Ridley. After his sentencing, Willie's lawyers attempted to have his sentence commuted to life without parole on the grounds that his IQ was only 70 and he had suffered from fetal alcohol syndrome at birth, hoping that both of these facts would prove diminished responsibility. His appeal was denied, thus beginning a seven-year battle to try and change his sentence. They have argued insufficient legal counsel who failed to bring the aspect of his background to court, diminished responsibility, 
poor childhood, and other mitigating factors. At one point, Willie's own mother gave a tearful testimony about the decisions she made while she was pregnant and how she abused him mentally throughout his childhood, but failed to sway the State Board of Pardons. Even the Vatican wrote letters on his behalf to no avail. On September 24, 1999, Willie G. Sullivan became the second condemned prisoner to be put to death that year, the 10th since the state resumed capital punishment in 1992, and the 75th to be executed in the United States in 1999. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on December 28th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you.